You are listening to the Uplevel Lounge Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Froelich, a business coach and strategist who helps female entrepreneurs uplevel their business with practical strategies, a rewired mindset, and the accountability to make it stick. With over 15 years of collective hands-on experience in corporate and the entrepreneurial space, I bring a unique and diverse perspective when it comes to helping women grow their businesses. My own business experienced massive growth when I started investing in my business and working with a coach. Now I am here to share those same strategies and insights with you right here week after week. If you are looking for clarity on your business direction and accountability on your goals, then you are in the right place. Let's jump into today's episode. Hey there. So today I wanted to record a podcast about an experience I had this weekend that really got me thinking about sales. And if you're anything like me, sales is something that you have at some point and maybe right now, but at some point felt overwhelmed by. It's obviously a necessary evil when you're an entrepreneur and when you want to build and grow and scale a business, but it's not always the thing that people are most excited about. I remember when I first got started in the online business space and I realized that I was going to have to go out and market myself and then eventually hop on discovery calls that some people called sales calls. I was like, oh my goodness, I hate sales. I remember saying that out loud. But what's so interesting about that is I'm actually really good at sales and I'd been doing sales in different capacities for years. But when I thought about it as truly selling, it was overwhelming to me. But I don't think about it like that anymore. In fact, I love sales because I look at it as a conversation and the ability to find out what people are seeking in terms of support in their unique situation in their business and whether or not I can help them. And if not, I probably have a recommendation for them, whether it's somebody in my network or somebody that I personally know, a previous client, or at least where to direct them. So there's not this pressure of selling. But anyway, so I'm going to walk you through something that just was like this aha moment. So this weekend, my husband and I went on a little date day. And if you are a parent of young children, you understand that like that's a real thing (laughs) because having a date night isn't always like as enticing as it might sound because we actually like to go to bed early. So we had a babysitter in the middle of the day on a Saturday and we decided we would do a date day, which usually involves running errands. So I needed to go to Sephora because I was out of my favorite Kopari body wash. And so um, we went to Sephora and it's the first time I've been to the Sephora here in Destin since we moved down here to Florida. And I went inside and I was immediately greeted by someone and she said, hi, how are you today? Can I help you with anything? And I said, no, I'm just looking for this body wash. And then I couldn't find it. And so then I went and found the lady and I was like, actually, I can't find this body wash. Here's what I'm looking for. And she's like, oh my goodness, we don't actually have that. And I was like, ah, bummer. And then what happened next is she said, do you want me to show you something else? I have a couple of ideas that are similar. They're not the same, but you might enjoy them. Right in that moment is when things change because that conversation could have ended. It could have been, we don't carry that. I'm so sorry. And I would have been like, oh, bummer. I could order it online or I could just leave and be disappointed. But she was willing to ask me a question. Would you like me to show you something else? And I said, sure, why not? And then she said, do you like eucalyptus? And I said, yeah, I do. I like eucalyptus. 
And so she walked me over and she showed me this body wash and it happened to be a clean body wash, vegan, very, very important in terms of like this stage of my life and limited ingredients and what I'm looking for in terms of putting on my body. But she didn't know any of that. She just looked at what I was looking for and said, Ooh, I have something else that I could show you. Now, this bottle of body wash, I don't know how much it costs, maybe $28 or something. This was not going to, you know, change this woman's life. And it's not like they're entirely based on sales commissions at Sephora. Not that I know of, but that's not the point of this. The point was she didn't have to sell me anything because she'd already done her job and asked me if I needed help when I walked in the store. But she saw that they didn't have the thing that I was looking for. And so she simply asked a question, which is, would you like me to show you a couple of different alternatives? That question led to a sales conversation because then she said, do you like eucalyptus? And I said, yes. And she showed me this and da, da, da. And I could have said, no, I don't like eucalyptus. And she could have said, okay, well, tell me about some things that are important to you. And that right there, because I love to illustrate things, would have led into the consulting side of things, right? So I'm sharing this story with you because sales starts with one simple thing, a question. And the question can come from the consumer, or it can come from the person selling the product or service. So the beauty of the question is that it doesn't have to be overcomplicated, okay? And that's, I think, what happens when we think about sales. We're like, oh my goodness, I have to do this selling thing, and I don't want to do it, and I'm not good at it, and all of these limiting beliefs and stories come up for us, and we have to work through that. But if we instead approach sales as it's a simple conversation, and all it has to do is start with a question, how would that feel? Would it be more digestible? Would it be more approachable? And would it possibly be something that we could even learn to enjoy? So imagine that you're the one walking into a store and you might find someone and you say, hey, I have a question. Or maybe instead you're approached by someone who says, hey, welcome. Let me know if you are looking for anything in particular. That is an invitation to share your challenge, your need, your desire. And they are asking you if there's anything that they can help you with. It's a super simple first step in a sales conversation. That's all I'm trying to illustrate here. And that same thing can happen in the DMs, on Instagram, in a Facebook group, on a coffee chat, in a networking event. Don't be afraid to ask the question. One of the things that I see happen all the time is where people will provide value and answer questions in a Facebook group, but they're missing the opportunity to continue that conversation in the DMs or hop on a call or further explore the conversation that's already happening because they're failing to empower themselves to ask the question. People like to be asked questions. You're not doing anyone a disservice. You are not being a nuisance if you ask a question. Can I help you? Would you like to learn more about this? Is this something that's feeling like it's really pressing in your business right now? Have you already tried to find a solution for this? Lead with curiosity. Ask how you can help someone. That's really the first step in sales. And so many people are afraid to take that teeny tiny step, which is simply initiating a conversation to explore what someone's challenge may be and if you have the solution or have access to the solution. And then that becomes a conversation between two business owners in this case for the sense of this podcast and talking about the fact that we are empowered business women. That's all I'm trying to do is simplify something that tends to be so overcomplicated by our brains and by our previous conditioning and all of the stigma that exists around sales. I personally love being sold to. We've all heard 
the example and the adage of the used car salesman, nobody likes that guy. We'll call him Chad, right, for the illustration purposes. Nobody likes Chad, but Chad doesn't get to be the poster boy for sales, all right? We can become the new poster women for sales and have meaningful sales conversations that are rooted in foundations around problem solving and identifying how to find solutions for someone's challenges. That's simply it. It doesn't have to be about you being the answer, but it's okay to ask the questions and to explore if there's an opportunity to support someone in their quest for face wash or for a new launch strategy. So sales does not have to be sleazy. Sales can be really simple, can be really authentic, and it does not have to be complicated. That's all I wanna illustrate here. I was so grateful that that woman was willing to ask another question. Hey, do you like eucalyptus? Because I was gonna be really bummed to walk out of the store and not have my body wash, but you know what? I was gonna be okay with it. And I didn't really have the energy that day to go hunting around the 4,762 options that Sephora had, because that just wasn't how I wanted to spend my date day. But she saw what I was looking for, that they didn't have it, and instead suggested something else, for which I'm really grateful, because turns out this might be my new favorite body wash. And honestly, when I open it up, I'm like, oh, I'm so grateful for that woman and her asking me a question and selling me something instead of like, dang it, this lady sold me a body wash that's actually like $15 more than the other one. No, I'm grateful. I really, really am. And so it's such a good reminder that people can feel gratitude for being sold to and that sales can be really, really empowering to the person who's actually opening up their checkbook. So I wanted to paint this other picture around sales, because again, this is something that comes up every single week in some capacity with my coaching clients. It It's present everywhere. Sales is not the thing that we all roll out of bed in the morning saying like, oh, I can't wait to sell today. And we overcomplicate it and we make it scary. And maybe if we just challenge ourselves to make it a little less scary and a little bit more fun and a little bit more necessary and real, that it wouldn't feel like such a chore. It could then become something that was more of a natural process. Because honestly, I shared with you that I hate sales. I'm not a salesperson, all the things. When in fact, I'm really good at selling because I'm really good at talking to people and asking questions and helping them solve problems. And at the end of the day, sometimes that translates into sales. And sometimes it translates into a great relationship or a great referral. But I don't go into every conversation looking at it from a sales lens. But I'm always ready to be selling because I might be selling my clients services or products or somebody in my network. Heck, this week I just posted how I generated over $14,000 in revenue in one week for other people's businesses. Because I talked to different people, whether they were already working with me or they were in my network and they were looking for services that I didn't offer, no longer offer, didn't have the capacity to offer, whatever the thing was. And I made referrals to people that I believe in. And those translated into sales. Those are actual signed contracts. So imagine that's just one little week from one little me that I know of and happen to like think about and quantify. Imagine what that looks like inside of our networks when we're really all engaged in authentic conversations that lead to sales in some capacity, whether it's for us, for people we know. But at the end of the day, it's not even about the sales. It's about getting solutions for people who have challenges. And so flipping that script around sales can really, really change how you're showing up, how you're willing to 
share your ideas, share your thoughts, go into that consulting phase, right? Where the woman asked if I liked eucalyptus, maybe my answer had been no, then she would have provided some other options or asked some more questions to find the solution that was best suited for me. And I would have been able to see her expertise shine through. And if we bring that back into the business world, right, and we're having a conversation, that might open my lens as a consumer to your zone of genius that I didn't even realize existed or spark an idea of actually another problem that I hadn't even thought of that you could help me solve because we're having a conversation that's based on questions. So sales starts with a question. Just remember that. Sales is a conversation. Sales is an effort to provide solutions to challenges. It's not about you being good or bad at sales. It's not about you converting somebody into a client or not. It's about a conversation. And that sales cycle is kind of like a giant snowball that continues to pick up momentum and speed. And it may land for you. It may land for other people in your network. Really, if it's based on the core desire to provide some type of a solution for someone, then it's always going to be worth it. So I hope that today's little podcast about body wash and Sephora (laughs) was relatable to you in the sense of, yeah, sales is that thing that I really, really allow a lot of feelings to come up for me, a lot of stories, a lot of past experiences, a lot of connotations. How do I change that to be more in alignment for what I truly believe? How do I think about times where I have been sold to that I'm really, really grateful for? How do I empower myself to replicate a similar type of energy when I'm showing up in a way of providing solutions, answering questions, asking questions? to get to know more about the person on the other end of the conversation so that I can provide the best guidance possible that may or may not result in a direct sale, but something good will always come from that if I'm coming from a place of solving challenges. So this is gonna be a big one in the sense of anytime we talk about sales, things come up for people. So if something's coming up for you, I want you to come into my DMs on Instagram or Facebook and let me know. Let me know what's landing for you when you listen to this podcast today. How are you feeling about sales? Are you feeling like, yeah, sales is actually not a big deal? Or I still really, really cringe when I think about sales. Or you know what? As I listened to this podcast, I realized I've gotten a lot better at sales than I was six months ago. Where are you on the sales spectrum in terms of your mindset and how it feels in your body. I want to know that. So do me a favor. If you've found any of these podcasts helpful, like give me that little gift today, pop over into my DMs and say, Hey, I listened to the podcast and here's what came up for me because really, really, really that warms my heart. And it lets me know that you're actually listening and I appreciate you so, so much. All right. I will see you right here next week with more goodness. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. If you're looking to join a community of female entrepreneurs focused on the growth of their online business, be sure to check out the Uplevel Lounge community on Facebook. As always, you can find all of the links and information mentioned in this episode at melissafrolick.com. See you here next week.